This is a short video to alert you to something that might happen in your journey. Um, and I found quite surprising at first, but then think of it, it's not that surprising. Um, often when you get on that journey, uh, it is as if you were uh, lifting a lid on a lot of the, the fear and obedience that exists in the organization. Suddenly people feel free to uh, talk more openly. And when that happens, uh, I've heard of a number of organizations where suddenly quite a wave of resentment and conflict appeared. And some leaders were taken quite aback by it. Um, they were doing this, you know, to hope to see beautiful things flower, and those things happen too. Uh, but sometimes there's all this simmering resentment and conflict that finally finds a way to express itself. Um, and the way to to deal with that is obviously to welcome it, not to suppress it. So I think there's two instincts that as a leader um, you could try and fight. The first one is to simply try and move on uh, because you don't really know how to deal with it, it doesn't seem very productive, it's the past anyway, so you know, let's just try to move on. Uh, the second thing I think is to try to solve it too quickly. You know, many of us you know, have just been brought up in this notion that any problem that comes to us, okay, let's solve it, let's solve it. Uh, and I think it misses this crucial part where people simply want to be heard. And I believe that the way you react to this uh, is going to be very critical in the journey and the way it unfolds because it's really a test case. I think this is the moment, one of the moments, where people will look and say, this whole promise, this whole invitation that you make, this journey, uh, that you invite us to, you know, is it for real? Um, can we really say what we want or, you know, is it still sort of not welcome or even dangerous or will there be retaliations if we talk about stuff that we didn't like in the past? And so I think it's a beautiful exercise for you simply to listen and to welcome that. And what I mean listen, I think the best thing to do is to try and listen to the underlying need, uh, needs um, you know, beneath the, the complaints and the stories. Um, and so to, to channel that energy that comes out and say, so what were your needs then? What were your needs that weren't met and that are legitimate? Um, maybe some people say, you know, I, you know, all these times where things were decided for us and we weren't even informed, we weren't even consulted, like, you know, well, well, yeah, and that, that's a legitimate need. So you you want to be heard, you want to be consulted, you want to be part of any decision that affects you. Well, okay, you know, that's very legitimate. Um, or you've been forced to work in teams with people that you really don't like, that, you know, with whom it, it just doesn't click. So your need is to have a voice, a say in, you know, who you work with. Okay, you know, that, that feels pretty legitimate. Um, and there's something remarkable in, in being heard. So very often when you're heard at, at that level, at the level of needs and your needs are acknowledged, you know, all of that energy of conflict and resentment suddenly vanishes because people have been heard. And that then, of course, is a wonderful setup to then go into solving the problem, not retroactively, but moving forward. And it actually can give you energy uh, to go in the direction you wanted to go to anyway. So, um, say people feel like, you know, they haven't been 
consulted and informed for decision. Well, what you know? How should we deal with that going forward? Well, hey, the advice process. Nobody can make any decision without talking to people who will be affected. Oh well, you know, or I don't know any any meeting notes. You know, will be made public or you know anything of that sort. Um, or if people, the other example I gave, you know, people weren't happy to be, you know, forced to work with people they didn't like. Well, you know, at Birdsorg, people choose, you know, their teammates. And at Favi, you know, if things don't work out, people change teams, and so there's ways to deal with it. Well, wow, you know, should we do something like this? Um, and in that way, you're basically transforming resentment, you know, and, and conflict into something productive. Uh, but first, you really have to listen and start from the fact that there are some underlying needs there that are legitimate and go out hunting and exploring about you know what are those underlying needs. I will make uh, a separate video in the self-management section on a very related topic. Um, I've heard of um, some organizations that when they transitioned to self-management saw conflict break out not like the stuff that I said in this video, uh, people feeling resentment at the whole organization or at the, the, the leadership of the organization, the former leadership, uh, but conflict towards very specific people in a team. Um, it sometimes happens that there were people in teams that were really a pain to work with, um, that made life miserable for everyone, but they were sort of protected by a manager. And when you move to self-management, you know, sometimes it's time for revenge, and some things I've heard can sometimes get ugly. And so that's also something to take in, into account. It's you know, a slightly different topic, and I'll make a video about it in the self-management section. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.